Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. in the 630 Chad Studios. You know, uh, nothing wrong with a little bit of Laura Branigan, especially on a day in which uh, the NHL All-Star Game takes place uh, in St. Louis. That was the theme song for the Blues during the course of last year's playoffs. Brendan, I will tell you this. I I like to think of myself as a bit of a renaissance man when it comes to music. Like, I like all different kinds of music. Geez, as I get older, I'm even starting to like uh, country music. Maybe it's because I understand failure more with each and every day. But, uh, Anyhow, I digress. Uh, there is one group you will not hear opening this show. Just just to set the record straight, it's a late 70s, early 80s. Uh, they were huge on the soft rock scene. No air supply. I draw the line at air supply, okay? So I don't want to hear Lost in Love and all that other stuff from air supply. Um there's a time and place for air supply. The opening of Oilers now is not it. Uh, Gloria, we can uh, we can let her rip. We're going to have some fun on today's edition of Oilers Now. we got a terrific show coming up for you today. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Coming up at uh, 12.15 today, uh, we will hear from the man who produced... 
whatever it takes. Don Metz, who spent years working in the Oilers organization, uh, was a part of uh, Oil Change. You would remember that show. He had some terrific support people around him. Uh, we got... Uh, Frankly, uh, quite a bit of information actually yesterday in a Terry Jones piece that ran in the uh, Edmonton Sun. I had a couple guys say to me today, you don't even have to watch the show now. You just need to to, to read uh, all of Terry's quotes that he took direct from his quote-unquote exclusive uh, uh, piece. But uh, anyhow, uh, I'm still going to be very intrigued to watch uh, the uh, the production. I, I, it's And man, I've gotten... You wouldn't believe how many people from around the National Hockey League have different takes and perspectives on this in the media world as well. Uh, for the fans, I, I think they'll have a greater appreciation for Connor McDavid as a result. Don Metz coming up today at 12.15. 12.35 from NHL Hockey and Rogers, one of the most plugged-in men in the business, Elliot Friedman. 105 today, the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Ken Holland. Hey, Come back from the All-Star break. we got 13 games left until the trade deadline. Find out what Ken's thinking at this time, where the team's at, what the team can do to uh, to improve. Edmonton, obviously, within one point of top spot in the Pacific Division. And at 135, we'll get an update on the first-place Edmonton Oil Kings, who have had their uh, trade deadline come and go. They added themselves a really good uh, goaltender and Beck Warm out of Tri-City. And uh, we'll hook up with uh, Kurt Hill as well. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Catch the big game Sunday, February 2nd at the River Cree Resort Casino's Super Bowl Watch Party. Doors open at 2, kickoff just after 4.30. Get your tickets today at rivercreeresort.com. And text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for any mini sticks tournament. Or on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Did you see uh, Jones's piece? Like, he literally took direct quotes right from the documentary. I find that pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm going to play the fifth on that one. I saw that he had a piece on it out. Yeah. I didn't read it, though. Well, you know, uh, I will say that, the, like, I don't know about you. What do you What do you read, by the way? Like, I, I like to read everything. Like, look, we see uh, one of Rob Tichkowski or Jim Matheson or Derek Van Deese down on a daily basis. Jones is around, I guess, when the spirit moves him. Uh because he covers curling and, and figure skating, and those are great sports, but they're not my thing. So, uh, you know, kudos for him for still having. I mean, I have passion for the U of A. Not everybody gets that. Um, but I, I definitely, I'm going to tell you right now, I read The Athletic, I read The Cult of Hockey, and I read Oilers Nation. I read all three of those on a daily basis to see what, it, because I think that you need to have a feel as to uh, maybe what some younger voices out there might have, and they don't necessarily have to agree with you. Do you read all those during the course? Or do you have specific guys? Like, like I, I definitely do not miss Kurt Levin's piece that comes out from the Cult of Hockey on uh, Sunday morning. That is one that, it, for me, is a must-read. Um, I read a lot of Jason Greger stuff on Oilers Nation. I'll be completely frank with you. I do. And uh, so it's, uh, you know, David Staples has got some really interesting... He accumulates a lot. I don't always agree with everything that comes up on that site. But I do read it, and we have David on the show, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he, he is one, Bob, that I, I've started reading since we've had him on the show. And, and I think and you've been surprised by the impact that he has and from a, a podcast perspective in terms of how popular of a guest he's been as well. Definitely. And, I, you know, obviously I read uh, a lot, you know, Jonathan Willis as well uh, is another guy that I, you know, have gotten to know over the years. Yeah. And he's, uh, you know, it was interesting. He was on the last road trip. 
And I, I, I'm a big believer in where the athletic is going long term, by the way. I think that that is, uh, it has changed the complexion and the shape of things. Let's do this. Let's go to uh, the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Uh, we're going to get to uh, Brian Burke, uh, who is on our show every Thursday, thanks in large part to our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Berkey had these feelings about all-star games. Well, I think they're important. I mean, the games themselves suck. Um, <laughs> they, do in, they do in every sport. Like, like other than baseball, yeah. all the leagues have battled to come up with some kind of all-star format. I think the worst is the NFL, the Pro Bowl. Yes. I mean, it's dreadful. Um, our game isn't anything like a real NHL game. But it does highlight the skill of the players. The one good thing about All-Star, and I do enjoy that, I do watch it, yep. is that you see the individual skill level of the players, which is just breathtaking. So um, the game itself I don't like, but I like watching the players in the game. All right. And uh, so that's Brian Burke, who is on every Thursday in Oilers now, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Power Pack. Jay Woodcroft was on the show yesterday. Tonight, the Bakersfield Condors have a pair, or tonight and uh, tomorrow they're in Colorado, or tonight and Sunday. They got two games. No, they're in Utah. Where are they tonight? They're in Tucson, which is in Arizona. They're not in Utah, and they're not in Col- They're in the Western United States taking on a team in the American Hockey League. Here's Jay Woodcroft on Evan Bouchard becoming an AHL All-Star. For, for Bush to get named, um, I, I'm very, very happy for him because I, I think um, when you talk about where someone was at the start of the season in October compared to where he is now, um, I've seen huge improvement in him. And he was already a, a, a very good hockey player and obviously uh, an offensive threat. Um, but for me, I've seen a real improvement in his 200-foot game. He's defending harder. Um, he is... I see him controlling games. I see him uh, controlling games with uh, his feet and getting up in the rush and leading the rush. Uh, I see him controlling games with his passing ability, so his ability uh, to find the open man. And, you know, we talked about our power play being on fire post-Christmas here, and uh, he's a huge factor uh, in that as well. So um, for him to get recognized with the way he's specifically played over these last two months um uh, like i said i'm proud of him and it's very well deserved all right 1215 in edmonton that's jay woodcroft that's our uh, direct workwear orders now audio vault direct workwear where safety meets savings in edmonton fort mcmurray and online at directworkwear.com when we come back the man who produced whatever it takes it's going to Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas.
run tonight roughly about 8.45 to 9.45, I'm told. Don Metz coming up when we return in Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Is that my cue to come back? Is that what's going on there? Why don't you just, like, uh, you know, yell at me in the headset and say, hey, big lug, you got to come back on the air here. You know, it's all, it's all good, Brendan. That's, you're not going to offend anybody. That's, that's quite all right. Now, is that, is that tough for your generation for guys to say stuff like that to one another? Because you don't want to hear the stuff that I used to get back in the day, like 25 years ago. No, I'm not going to paint everyone with the same brush. It's just me. It's just me. It's just you? <laughs> like Wes Montgomery? Like he would, he Wes Montgomery was a guy who was like Stoff, Saxy, John Sexsmith. It's gonna happen for you guys. It's just a matter of time. So no crying in your beer. In fact, have another beer. On that note, uh, we bring aboard a longtime uh, Edmonton-based, uh, uh, I'd say, media personality, uh, an outstanding producer. Worked for several years for the Oilers Entertainment Group. Uh, he had a Quilla for a number of years. He's he, many of you first came across his work with the Boys in the Bus, um, and I don't know if his latest uh, production will have the. You know what? It very likely could have the same sort of long-term reach that uh, Boys in the Bus had, but we welcome back to the show uh, the the executive producer, I guess, of this. I guess we'll find out. Of whatever it takes, uh, the story of Connor McDavid's rehab uh, from injury, and uh, we welcome back to the show Don Metz. Hi, Don. How are you doing? Hey, Bob. Good. Good. What is your official title on this project? Uh, Well, I'm the executive producer and director. Okay. When... I, 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 share, I share the executive producer title with Jeff Jackson, Connor's agent. Okay. And uh, it's a joint venture between uh, Connor and myself, uh, and I, I'm the producer and director of the show. So how does something like this come to be? Well, I, you know, I was called, by, uh, I believe, April 8th or 9th by uh, Jeff Jackson and, uh, and Bob Nicholson to get over to Connor's house after he came back from Vail, Colorado to get the second opinion only to give him some support because his parents weren't there and, Je- and Jeff Jackson was in Toronto. And I didn't realize, honestly, I didn't realize the extent myself. And then when I got over to the house, it was evident with his emotion uh, that uh, something serious was here, uh, something serious was going on. And then uh, there was no indication or no discussion at that point, not even until August or September, that a documentary on this would be done. It was merely about supporting Connor through a very uh, traumatic time. Full disclosure uh, for our listeners, and because they need to know this, uh, for a clarity perspective, you worked for the Oilers Entertainment for a number of years. Oilers Entertainment Group. You went. You got a wonderful opportunity in a really, a really unique field. I think in the spring, because I, I thought we did a bit of a retirement type thing. Well, when was it? About May for you? Is that about right? Well, I was yeah, mid-April, and it wasn't retirement. It was uh, just a a, a, a re. A rebuilding of a switching of careers. Okay. Uh, I, I happily resigned from the Oilers. They treated me very well. I have a great relationship with everybody there still. And, you know, I've been in that space for, you know, 30, 40 years and just wanted to try something different as a cancer survivor and, and uh, hope to leave a legacy for my family and friends. 
Yeah, absolutely. So you're, this is not an oil. This was at, at no point an Oilers project. This was no nope. Don Metz, Jeff Jackson, Connor McDavid coming together, and you guys kind of made the decision. Uh, you said in in August to move forward with something. Yeah, we met uh, Jeff and I met here in Edmonton. Uh, actually, at the end of August, beginning of September, just around the beginning of training camp, I recall, and we had a discussion about it, and then in. Mid-September, the, the decision was made to document his comeback on October 2nd. And then after that, uh, it started to really gain momentum when we discovered how much content was gathered throughout the summer on various iPhones and everything. And then when I looked at it all, I said, you know, this is a, there's a great story here. Yeah, and I guess that's where I, I mean, I, first of all, Don, I had no clue that he was going through the extent of challenges that he was going through. And, and why would I? And that's, that's his prerogative. Uh, and that's a, an organization's prerogative. Um, secondly, I, that's what I was going to ask you. Where did you get all the stuff from before you started really going into this thing? And, and so a lot of it, a lot of it came from different sources and just shows you how dramatically the media world has changed over the course of the last three to five years, just that you could access things like iPhones and those sort of things. Uh, yeah, and prior to explaining that, I just want to thank you, Bob, for you came up to me in November and you had an inkling of what was going on, but you never pressed it out of respect for Connor and the organization. I, I do want to thank you for that. Um, on the note of uh, iPhones and such, there, the, the level of technology that we deal with now in our space can take pretty you know, rough-looking footage and basically, you know, remake it, recolor it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, not a, a, it's not a cheap process, but we can take uh, pretty scratchy stuff and pretty uh, uh, low-resolution uh, iPhone content and bring it up, as you will see in the documentary, to a very high standard. Yeah, I, well, it's, I, I'm, you know, I've not seen, other than the, and to be honest with you, Don, uh, we had John Shannon on Monday. And he, at the end of the interview, goes, by the way, Bob, whatever it takes is going to appear on... Fr I had no idea. And then I typed up whatever it takes on the computer. And you guys said, I don't even know who... Was it Sportsnet that puts out the uh, trailer for it? I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that it was coming up Friday after... Uh, like tonight after the, the All-Star Skills Comp. I had no idea that you guys had moved this quickly on it. So I have not seen this uh, production. So for our listeners, Don... Um, Without totally opening the kimono to steal a business phrase here, how surprised do you think they're going to be? By well, I, I think the level of uh, well, the story arcs for sure. I mean, it definitely is, is a, a story arc of conflict resolution and celebration. They're going to see how the uh, how the very traumatic uh, move towards decision making on surgery and non surgery affected Connor and his family and everybody else and how that was all handled. And then the fact that it wasn't until, you know, honestly, mid-September when uh, Coach Tippett said to Connor, how many exhibition games you want to play? And he said seven, and Tippett laughed and said, well, you know, so Connor was coming to get in that opening night. Uh, it was, at that point in time, still looking like Christmas. And, uh, you know, Connor literally willed himself to do this. He worked... As I've told other people, uh, other leads on in the off season, they work two hours a day, four or five days a week. Connor was eight, nine hours a day in a compound, seven days a week on this thing, uh, steady. Yeah, I think it's going to change the complexion, possibly of the comeback player of the year, because it's remarkable uh, what he achieved. Don, let's be honest here. Connor gets 
a lot of mics jammed into his face. He, he basically has to speak before every Oilers home game. Uh, and then the first time we go into an NHL uh, uh, city during the season, uh, he's this, you know, and maybe in time he'll be a guy who will enjoy, you know what I mean? Enjoy it more. But because there's some guys that like to talk and Connor doesn't like talking about himself. How challenging was it for you guys as producers of the show to get Connor to open up and build that relationship and feel more comfortable doing it? And is it easier to do when it's a one-on-one like that and instead of maybe when, when people kind of see Connor getting interviewed and those scrums uh, on a game day? Um, good, good question, Bob. But do know that I've been, uh, fairly close friends with the McDavid family since he arrived. Gretzky told me when he arrived to, you know, make Connor fall in love with Edmonton, and we, you know, I, I'm a, a trusted friend of theirs, and uh, I help uh, them with a lot of things that have nothing to do with uh, production or media or sports, so just uh, you know, family stuff. But what I, my style of interview, and I was, I did the interview with him. My style of interview was is conversational and making him feel comfortable. And the fact that he doesn't look at me as anything other than a friend. And so uh, we had a very good two-hour conversation in his living room. And that was the most comfortable I've ever seen him. And, and you'll, viewers will really see a different side of him, a completely different side of him tonight. Yeah, and I think that that's, uh, you know, something that people are looking forward to. Um, it, it, I do think it's easier when it's a one-on-one. I do think it's easier, you know, I have the six degrees of separation when it comes down to the media as well, right? Like when you travel with a team, maybe your relationship's a little bit different than when you're a guy down there, you know, once a week type of thing at home. But uh, I'm going to be really intrigued. Is there anything surprising? I mean, you know him well. Is there anything that surprised you during the course of putting this uh, production together? Uh, not that, well, surprising, uh, appreciative of his dedication and his will to, like he... He worked with all the doctors. He was in all the imaging. You know, there's 14 different disciplines that had to happen here, That of which a lot of them they don't do in off-season normal uh, training. You know, from uh, core movement specialists in Pilates, gymnastics, hyperbaric chambers, underwater training, stuff that they would never uh, do. But now, after this movie, you will see other players in other sports start to gravitate towards these type of disciplines because that's going to shape them uh, to be better at their game. Yeah, I believe Taylor Hall actually went a little bit of a non-traditional route as well. Didn't necessarily go for a complete surgery as well. We're joined right now by Don Metz. Don, were you executive producer on Boys in the Bus as well? No, 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 no. But no, you, were, I, you worked on I worked that. With Glenn, I worked with Glenn Taylor. I was, I was back in uh, 84, 85, 86. I was a third cameraman back then. I was only five years into my career. Uh, I did have a trust with uh, Messier and Gretz and Sather, and so they let me behind the scenes. Uh, but, no, I was just uh, one of three camera people. Here's where I'm going with this, Don. That, boys on the bus, like, when I worked at Mo's Sports Parlor in the 19, 19- we would replay that on Oilers off nights and have people, like, for a lot of generation of uh, Oilers uh, fans, maybe some guys that are in their 40s or 50s, they think that's one of the best sports documentaries ever made. Do you think we'll look at this, whatever it takes, as, I mean, could, do you think it can have that sort of legacy that boys on the bus had? I believe it can in the sense of not so much all access behind a team in their dressing room and the stories behind the individual athletes that make the fans fall in love with them, but I think this will have some lasting impact on uh, you know, the ability to uh, allow uh, uh, high-end professional athletes to have second, third opinions, to also t- make other athletes and everybody understand how hard it is 
to get to the level that Connor's at. And also the fact of the uh, the support, the tight support that he had around him with his family, his friends. This, this is going to surprise a lot of people. Don, what time do we envision that it's going to run tonight on Sportsnet? Uh, it goes right after the skills competition tonight. The skills competition is on at 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. Okay. And then tomorrow again, it goes on at 4.30 Mountain Standard Time in advance of the uh, All-Star Game. And then it shows a couple more times on Sportsnet the following week. And then we go to NBC. And it's also on NBC, and then a week later, it's on the NHL Network as well. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we're just finalizing that today, actually. Um, and we're trying to get uh, – NBC wants to get the best bang on their national games right now. So uh, we're working through that all. But, yes, those, those networks for sure. And then there are other platforms after that, uh, you know, Super Channel, uh, uh, iTunes, Air Canada. Everybody's been talking to us about this. Doesn't happen without corporate partnership. Uh, just to wrap up, was it Adidas that was a big part of this as well? Yes, Adidas was always there from the very beginning and uh, a very good partner, as was Sonnet Insurance. Um, pretty much all of Connor's uh, uh, sponsors came on board to the point where we ran out of inventory. We, 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 we only had so much inventory. We, the show is uh, in a 60-minute format with 48 minutes of full content and five commercial breaks for a total of 12 minutes, so 22, 24 spots. Uh, it was It's so low, is what you're saying. Time. Yeah. It's sold out. Great stuff. Hey, Don, much appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing it, man. We'll see you down the road. I appreciate your support, uh, Bob. Thank you. Take care. That is Don Metz, who's the executive producer of Whatever It Takes. It's exactly 1230 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.